0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet TV program podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch a Muppet family Christmas, two minutes, and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand.
1: And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe.
0: And we have a new guest with us today, a new guest, but he's an old friend. Who are you, old friend?
2: (laughs) Ho, 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 it's me, (laughs) Santa Claus, (laughs) ho! Oh,
1: we we tracked him down, folks. Santa Claus.
2: You're both on the naughty list. Oh, no, it's not. It's not Santa. I'm sorry, everybody. But Santa's not real. It's It was me the whole time. Joe Hennis, co-owner of Topics.com. Oh. I was Santa for the last 2000 years. You're welcome for all the gifts, everybody. <laughs>
0: It's funny though because Santa did is an old friend. He used to post on the Tough Pigs
1: forum every year. That is true. We used to get annual visits on the Tough Pigs forum from Santa Claus. It was
2: incredible. He would post poem like custom poems for everyone who, who all of his to posts him. were
1: in rhyme. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. That was yeah. fun. And the, the cool thing about we it, that it you could you could
2: post in any kind of for, uh, uh, rhyme scheme like to him. Like you could do a haiku, you could do a uh, limerick, you could do whatever you want, and then he would respond in the same type of poem. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, it was awesome.
1: I guess Santa probably, like most people, does not use Delphi message boards anymore.
0: <laughs> no, that's probably true. Uh, but today we are looking at minutes 25 and 26 of A Muppet Family Christmas. In these minutes, Miss Piggy walks through a snowstorm and Fozzie and the snowman try to do their new act. So we do start here with Piggy. Uh, she tells Kermit that she'll have to catch a taxi to the farmhouse. Kermit says it's too dangerous to travel, that she should wait. She How far says, do we think
1: she is from the farmhouse?
0: Um, you know, I don't know. She's she's in a city, clearly.
1: Right. She hasn't gotten far from wherever she was doing her shopping.
0: Right. As we've established, I, as far as I'm concerned, this is set in, like, you know, western Minnesota or eastern North Dakota. So, there's no cities. I mean, like, is she in Fargo? I don't think she's, she's in Fargo. She's doing her shopping in
1: Fargo, right? and now right? she's going to catch... A, a cab way out to the country
0: right i mean she might but that seems implausible so she's probably still in like new york or london right <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> right I, I like to think that she's like i mean she's been slowly making her way so at this point like she may be nowhere near the store that she was at before uh or the photo shoots or wherever the heck is she, she's coming from
1: yeah i guess we don't know exactly how much time has elapsed
2: yeah uh well i guess we know that they haven't spent the night yet right because like they haven't figured out the the sleeping situation at the farmhouse.
1: That's true. It's still the same day, but we just don't know. Right. Yeah. We have seen it go from. She hopped on a plane
2: nighttime. and she got to like the small town that's just outside the farmhouse where they have one cab and she's trying to hail it.
1: Could be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because small towns always have a cab. That's a thing. That no, happens. it
2: is a thing. You've seen it's a Wonderful Life. There's the one cab driver. Is that that's Bert true. Or Bedford Ernie? Falls
0: does have a set. Uh, that's Ernie. Bert's a cop. Right. So what happens next though? Piggy says nonsense. It's just a little bit of snow.
1: Yeah, once again, she's trying to bend reality to her will. Like if she if she believes that it's just a little bit of snow, it's just going to be a little bit of snow. Well, she's a
2: tough broad. I mean, like she can handle a little bit of snow. Like it's no big deal. Like she grew up on a farm. Like she knows what it's like. Like, that's like true, living yeah. out here yeah. in, in in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, no big deal. She's on her way. She can hoof it with her hoofs.
0: Right. That's true. But. <laughs> As we see, she cannot because she goes out of the phone booth and then we watch her struggle against a blizzard for 21 seconds and finally get blown back across the frame. Hey,
2: Anthony, what's a phone booth? (laughs) A phone booth.
0: That's, you know, it's from Superman, Joe. Oh, I love that guy. It's what Superman changes in. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what she was doing. She was changing into her superhero outfit while she was on the phone with Kermit.
0: She was changing into her Wonder Pig outfit. Yes. The sound effect when she gets blown backwards is so funny, I think.
1: Yeah, I like, there's a lot of sound effects in this that I like. Yeah. Yeah, we see, so her hat flies off, and then the whole phone booth flies away behind her, and then, like, Miss Piggy herself just can no longer withstand the force of this, uh, of the elements. I
2: I appreciate the way that escalates, where, like, first the hat flies off, of course it's going to fly off, it's just a hat. And then the phone booth, which is, like, she is apparently stronger than a phone booth. Because the phone booth, I guess flies she's
1: off. she's really rooted to the ground. And then yeah. Frank Oz is yeah. such
2: a great performer; like it really looks like Miss Piggy is fighting against the wind, which I love. I love how like she's like at that angle where she's walking up a hill, and then she
1: gets blown off. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Uh, right. This is this is such a minute detail, but is there a wall behind her with like a pipe on it, or like is that the wall of the studio that we're not supposed to see? I, I, it looks like there's a a white wall behind her that you can see after she blows away
2: yeah it does look like there's something back there yeah like it's like like an electrical there might be like an electrical plug at the bottom of it you know what i mean
1: yeah i guess the phone booth could be just on the side of a building or in an alley or something
0: yeah i guess it could all right what else happens in this one um so then we go back to the farmhouse where doesn't <laughs> kind of doesn't you know <laughs> like we're gonna see her later spoiler we're gonna see miss piggy later what she's this isn't fine. the end of miss she's piggy. not dead
1: yeah, I, I just think it, it's interesting if we're seeing this, the wall of the soundstage. That's all.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh,
2: yeah. Something I just realized too um, I just is have, I
0: just I have no comment. That's all.
2: So something <laughs> I've just realized too is like we're we're asking like how does she get from you know wherever the studio eventually to the farmhouse? Like maybe the wind is blowing in the direction of the farmhouse, even though she's look she's looking at the, for the cab, Ooh. which is the other way. Maybe this blew her like like ten miles the other way and got her that much closer. <laughs> Maybe. She kind of yeah, like a Mary so. Poppins
1: thing. Like she catches the wind yeah. to wherever she needs to go. Yeah. yeah. It's canon. Yeah.
2: We just wrote
0: it. <laughs> yes. There you go. It is now. Uh, so now we go back to the farmhouse. Kermit is worried. Fozzie is very sympathetic that Kermit is worried. He says, you look worried. And then he says. <laughs> what a pal. He's such a good pal. And then he says, and I know exactly what you need. Comedy. <laughs> so he's going to introduce his new partner. Well, who's his new partner? a snowman and then kermit says the most perfect kermity line the greatest thing kermit has said in 65 years <laughs> the heck you say <laughs> yeah i <laughs> love this that. is
1: not a line that i quote a lot in my life it, but i, should. Oh, it is I really for me. should pick this up
0: Roz and i say it to each other constantly the like heck when, you say? When, when it's like oh th- one of the kids did this thing We'll just be like, the heck you say.
2: I, I yeah, it's it's in my vernacular just just enough. I, you're right though; we should be saying it more often. But the thing that I love about it is yeah. like the, this this Kermit the Frog in particular is the Kermit from the Muppet Show, and so he's already had five seasons worth of like Fozzie doing ridiculous crap on on stage. So the <laughs> fact that that he's like, hey, I have a new uh, a new partner. He's a snowman. Should not be surprising at all. And Kermit has like the way that he delivers it is like, well, I guess that's kind of interesting. I mean that that's a that's a new one. Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: His delivery of it is just dry enough that it's like, yeah, well, all right, here's another one. Right.
2: To me it's like you
0: say it's Muppet Show Kermit in a nutshell. It really is. It's it's wonderful. Ah. What a guy. And then Fozzie tries to get Kermit to go outside and Kermit says it's too cold. They argue about this for a while, but how is that argument resolved, gang?
1: The snowman comes in and asks if he can warm up.
0: The snowman comes into a warm up.
1: That is how cold it is outside. Oh, I do want to point so one good. thing out,
2: but like just before that, where Fozzie's leading Kermit to the door, he's like holding on to Kermit's arm, and Kermit's arm looks so fragile in that, like it's kind of like like held by a thread <laughs> on his little body. I'm just so afraid that Fozzie's, Fozzie's just gonna yank it off.
1: It's Got those floppy, soggy arms. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> like Bert. Fozzie's-
0: fuzzy's human arms human hands can rip that that floppy soggy arm right up <laughs> Joe's Joe's doing floppy soggy arm that's yeah uh, like
2: you know <laughs> like you know that like like when people think of Kermit doing the yay and like like yeah, Kermit's yeah. arms like they don't really do it but they're, like they're like noodles like in the air
1: yeah they're very yeah. pliable yes
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I notice as they're going to the front door there's what sounds like just like chatter of various Muppet voices in the background. And then right before they get to the door, there's a Richard Hunt voice crying out, like, Wah! So I wonder if that was supposed to be, like, Scooter or some other Muppet is, like, falling down the stairs, or I don't know. Or if it's actually supposed to be the snowman, like, screaming out in pain because it's so cold outside. Oh, he's getting frostbite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Poor, poor buddy. Uh,
2: also, uh, is this, this is one of the few times that someone comes through the, the front door and doesn't slip on the icy patch.
1: He's made of ice.
2: That must be Why?
1: That's true. He's immune. Yeah,
0: (laughs) He's immune. (laughs) He's immune to ice. That's right. But we do learn here that the snowman definitely does not have a name because Kermit says you must be Fozzie's new partner and he responds by saying I'll say we're terrific. (laughs) Not
2: yes I'm you know Bob the snowman. (laughs)
1: Please Kermit says "Hi, I'm Kermit the frog. Yeah. And he just says, yeah you're right. It's like
2: that polite thing that you do to be like like, I can't can't remember your name so I'm going to introduce you to my friend. Like, hey, have you met Kermit the Frog? And then he's like, yep. Oh, great. That That's the end of the <laughs> conversation. You're just, okay, we'll just call you the snowman. That's
1: fine. Yeah, Fozzie is just so rude. He never thought to ask the snowman's name.
0: Right, that's true. Well, Fozzie built the snowman. He birthed the snowman. It's Fozzie's fault. Name he yeah,
2: he didn't, he didn't name the, the snowman.
0: Fozzie birthed the snowman. What would you guys
2: name the snowman if you could?
0: um let's say let's call him i don't know he's he doesn't need me. he's just the snowman <laughs> how about, how about, i don't know Fro-
2: frozy he's like fozzy oh yeah all right. i don't know all right, you can cut this
1: anthony uh,
0: <laughs> i probably will i probably will
1: good
2: um
0: all right but so uh what ice cubert
1: no never mind
0: ice cubert yes ice cubert yeah. <laughs> worth keeping now <laughs> um so anyways fozzy big fan of the musical 42nd street fozzy says you are coming in a snowman but you are going out a star
1: you know i i didn't know what that was a reference to originally but i thought you might so i'm glad you did
0: yeah it's in 42nd street warner baxter as the director of the musical says you are going out a youngster but you've got to come back
2: a star or or is he just a big fan of the valerie harper episode of the muppet show Right. Kermit, yeah, says, where she does that big musical. Yeah, number. you're going out a star and coming back a showgirl or something like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that does. Uh, so there you go. Fozzie was in that episode. So maybe that's where it's, he learned it. That's from.
1: where he heard it, yes.
0: Yeah. But, anyways, then Fozzie asks the assembled crowd, would you like to see our new act? And who's there? Who's in the crowd? Statler and Waldorf. Those guys. Yeah.
1: Those guys.
0: And they do a real, uh, start off with a real solid joke. A real solid Statler and Waldorf joke. Which is, we'd love to see your act. In fact, we'd hate to miss your act. In fact, we'd love to hate your act.
1: Yeah, yeah, good timing on that one.
0: Which is wonderful. Fozzie is, of course, surprised to see them. And then his mom is just like, nah, they come visit me every Christmas. They're my best friends
2: oh
1: yeah okay hold on so first of all he said fozzy's initial question is where did you guys come from which is that's a great question because when did they get there and how did they get there there's been a, a really terrible blizzard going on for a while now so when did they arrive and how did fozzy not see them arrive that's, yeah, that's first true. Question. That question
0: that makes it even funnier i never thought yeah about
1: it. and they're just like they're just hanging out in the living room like they've just been sitting on this couch for who knows how long but
0: Yeah, they they just appeared.
1: Yeah, and then when Ma says they're friends of mine, they come visit me every Christmas. Like, how long has she known them, and have they known this whole time that they've been making their friend's son's life miserable?
2: Well, (laughs) and she was supposed to be in Malibu or whatever.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. So they
0: were like they were going to show up even if the rest of the Muppets didn't apparently. Because they come they, over. She every they probably business. knew
2: that she had rented out the place to somebody else.
1: <laughs> right, they would have shown up and just like been in the house with Doc and Sprocket. I would actually would
2: love to see that. <laughs> what that would have been like? Just <laughs>
0: Stellar Waldorf, Doc, and Sprocket hanging out. Yeah. yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, I guess it's possible that she met them. On one of those couple of appearances she made on The Muppet Show. Maybe she uh, struck up a conversation with them in The Muppet Theater. Or if
2: Muppet Babies is canon, then, you know, then I guess she would have come to pick up Baby Fozzie and like met the neighbors who are Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But at The Muppet Show, she fell asleep watching The Muppet Show. So that's certainly enough to endear her to Statler and
1: Waldorf. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. They probably went up and introduced themselves to her.
0: Yeah, they were like, who's this bear? Who's this bear falling asleep? That's great. But it is pretty weird the, that
1: that that implies that they've known all this time that Fozzie is her son, and yet they have never let up on just, like, being cruel to this guy. This
2: is very, like, Severus Snape, like, hating Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See what I'm saying? That's yeah. true, it
0: is, yeah. But anyways, so then they, they like, they, they don't let up on him now either because... Uh, now they're busting out, these two comics are made for each other. The snowman is ice cold and the bear is not so hot. Oh. Statler and Waldorf jokes were so good back then.
1: It, well, it's an actual joke.
0: Right. All Statler and Waldorf jokes now are just like, this is bad. And that's yeah. that's all they say. It's like literally that. It, it's not the subtext.
1: Yeah. And they, they reuse, you know, like that wasn't half bad. It was all bad. <laughs> like, right, they, exactly. yeah, it's a lot of the same stuff over and over again these days.
0: Right, and I mean, in this one, then the next thing Waldorf says is, "You know what they say? There's no business like snow business," which yeah. isn't really a joke, but it's pleasant enough, I suppose. Well, it's
1: it's a it's a joke because the comedy partner is a snowman. It wouldn't make sense in any other context. But it's Statler and Waldorf stealing the comedy spotlight away from Fozzie.
2: Right, and meanwhile, right. while they're telling these these horrible jokes and, like, ruining Fozzie's act, all of Fozzie's friends are laughing hysterically. sounds <laughs> yeah. Like, what a dick move. Like, uh, like That's nobody true, no, has right. any sympathy for Fozzie and this guy they just met.
1: I do... I like the shot a lot, the, the composition of the shot that establishes all the Muppets that are gathered around Fozzie's ma. It's just, like, it cuts... Fozzie's like what are you doing here and then it cuts to his mom just surrounded by a screen full of Muppets like a bunch of them are the members of the Electric Mayhem and then there's like a honker and just some random monsters from Sesame Street I just I I love that kind of stuff just seeing all the the Muppets from the different properties mixed and matched.
2: The thing the thing about that shot though is I don't know who's puppeteering some of those characters but they're definitely not like the a-listers because they are just staring straight ahead some of them are a little stiff
1: yeah like i noticed pops is in there and he's just kind of just like very yeah like just yeah he's 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 pretty rigid
2: uh specifically crazy harry and some of the sesame street monsters are just like like their eyes look wide open their mouths are hanging open and it's just like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's kind of unsettling
1: Although it's probably hard with Crazy Harry, just because of his design, to make him not look like he's always going. Right. (laughs) It kind
2: of fits for him. Yeah. But we also don't see him just sitting there and not moving very often. He's usually very fidgety, you know?
1: He's usually in, in action, yeah.
0: Right. So then, at the end here, Fozzie tells the snowman to do the straight line, and that's where we end. So any other thoughts about these two minutes before we go?
1: That's all I Oh, actually,
2: the only other thing that I wrote down was uh, when the snowman walks in, he's got this cute little waddle. Like, he kind of, like, shakes his butt a little bit (laughs) while he he walks in. It's pretty cute. Cute. Yep.
0: All right. So that brings us down to the end. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Moving Right Along. So come back then. Goodbye.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Bye.